Ambition on fleek. Ambition on fleek for your daily traffic report. Is this New York or Chicago? (laughs) Good morning, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) We are doing this session before the crack of dawn, basically. Early in the morning because Janae, Nene here, has a full-time job. Yes, she is ambitious. (laughs) So fitting for the title. (laughs) Just like our podcast. But she requested for Pang to get up at like 6 a.m. in the morning to get into the studio at 7 a.m. So, you know, (laughs) maybe a little delusional, (laughs) (laughs) but it's a-okay. All right, so should we get into it? We shall. Okay, well, just to reiterate, welcome to our show. This is Ambition on Fleek. We want to inspire and motivate you through our unique stories from our gymnastics experiences, and take it away, Nene. <laughs> My brain blanked for a bit. <laughs> oh, gosh, I totally feel you. And through the sport of gymnastics, we have learned the importance of balance and time management and all these things that we've learned through the sport of gymnastics, especially in college. We want to share that with you guys. So today we are going to talk about recruiting and how we got recruited because our journeys were definitely very different. Peng was an elite gymnast. I was not, so she had more exposure than I did. So what did I do versus what did she do? Yeah, so this podcast is going to answer all your questions about recruiting. Because I feel like every time I travel, I always get this question, how did you get recruited? Because Did they look for you or you look for them? Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, before we get started, oops, I'm sorry. (laughs) She's being aggressive. She's aggressive this morning. I'm aggressive in the morning. I had a tea. (laughs) Yeah, coffee would just get me a little more crazy, so... Tea it is. You had coffee. No, I had tea. Okay. Janae, did you you hear the the fear in Janae's voice just there? (laughs) You had coffee? (laughs) So, yeah, that would not work. I want to do our first segment because last time we didn't do any segments. So, I want to. We're kind of all over the place last time. Yeah, just a little bit. But it's fine, guys. We're organized. (laughs) We have guidance. We have guidance. (laughs) Um, So, I want to do the perfect 10 segment. Okay, let's go. Who do, okay. do you want to go first? Well, I want to explain it first. Oh, that's right. <laughs> that's <laughs> what right. is the first 10 segments? <laughs> okay, a perfect 10 segment is basically when we talk about something that happened this week that you're extremely proud of because there really is no such thing as a perfect 10. Right, Nene? Yes, because perfection can only be strived towards yep. but not reached, even though you know. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Headphones. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. Um, what are you doing? <laughs> um, She's like, what did I oh, say? Oh, what did I say? Okay, okay. You said something about oh, per- perfection can't be. Yeah, okay. Yes. I'll, I'll help you. Perfection can't be. No, there is no such thing as a perfect 10, right, Nene? Yes, because perfection can only be strived towards, but not necessarily reached, even though, you know, judges be given out perfect 10s. All the time, especially per- to us. Yeah, perfect 10 is a feeling. Perfect 10 is how you feel. You feel confident. You feel, um, it's it's the way you feel. So basically, we're just going to go over, it's like a perfect 10 moment. What was your perfect 10 moment of the week that you're super proud of and that you felt like 
you really worked hard at it and you, you seized the day. Yeah, you seized the day. There we go. A nice accomplishment that you just wanted to get through for the day, the week. It could be anything that you're proud of, basically. It doesn't have to be this, oh my gosh, big moment oh that my you've been I... waiting for your whole life. <laughs> oh my God, someone on the street gave me perfect 10. <laughs> like held up a scoreboard. <laughs> Um, what was your perfect 10 moment? Let's start with you. So my perfect 10 moment this past week was doing sideline for the first time. So I was a sideline reporter at the UCLA gymnastics meet. It was the last home meet, Miss Val, the head coach, she's retiring. So it was her last home meet as well. It was just very special. And I felt that the broadcast went very smoothly. My interviews went well and everything. It was only my second time ever doing a broadcast with the Pac-12. So, you know. I was just really proud of myself, honestly, and I'm still a rookie, and it was really great to work with Samantha Peshik because she has been my mentor through all of this, and she's helped me through this process, so, you know, I was just really proud. I got to interview you. I know. know, She was my backup because some of the alumni were falling through on me, so I was like, okay, Payne, get over here. I was her backup. (laughs) (laughs) What kind of friend (laughs) makes you your backup? You were like, what That's I true. Talk- no, she was calling me like throughout the entire meet and I was not picking up. <laughs> I was on a time crunch, crunch you know. <laughs> I had about 20 minutes to find somebody. And, you know, you were on, you were like, you were definitely a person I wanted to interview. You know, I know. I, just, I, know. I just had to point that I out. I was cause... just trying, you know, I was just trying to get some older alumni, you know, that had Miss Val in the beginning stages. We had her in. Like, hey, you know, I was there year. for six years, so. That's true. You've had many years with her, so. <laughs> What about you? What was your perfect 10 moment? Oh my I don't gosh. even know. Okay, my perfect 10 moment this past weekend. So again, like you, you were at the alumni meet. I was there. Janae was awesome. She looked like a broadcaster, guys. Like she looks the part. So my oh, mom thanks. and I were like, oh, so proud of Nene. Like, she's so grown up. <laughs> but my perfect 10 moment was that I sang at the Clippers game. I sang the national anthem with Hallie Mosette and Alex Waller. Oh my gosh, that was so cool. But um, And they did a backflip after. After. Yeah, they requested us to do a backflip after the na- anthem. And you, imagine you know, we're just all some retired. Grandma, some grandmas trying <laughs> some to flip. Trying to flip. <laughs> we're all retired, but um, no, it was so cool. The sound quality at the Staples Center was like on point. It was so nice. The acoustics so, were probably on point. Oh my gosh, it was so great. I can't Sounding wait to hopefully angelic. have my own concert there one day, guys. <laughs> That's the dream <laughs> to have my own concert. But. Yeah, so I'm really proud of that because it was just a big step in my singing career. Did you meet any basketball players for me? No. <laughs> you got to help me out, Payne. I know. Hallie <laughs> was trying to do that, too. <laughs> Come on. Hey, you got to take advantage of when you get in these rooms, guys. <laughs> Anyways, recruiting. <laughs> On to more important subjects. On to more important <laughs> adult subjects. <laughs> more professional <laughs> So basically, we're going to just take you through our journeys, because I think they are very different. I think I know your journey. I know you know mine. You want to take a guess at mine? Um, And I'll tell you if you're right. Well, I know that you had a back injury, and that's when you were in contact with Miss Val, but you weren't sure if you wanted to come to the U.S., and you didn't really know about college gymnastics, right? Wow, you're so attentive, Janae. (laughs) You're absolutely correct. I'm pretty sure. And you were out for a while, and then that healed, and then you went to Olympic trials, and then you tore your ACL, and then you came here and had surgery. Or you you had surgery, then you came to UCLA. Wow, nay. I'm so happy. So that was her story, and then mine. <laughs> and let's, let's go deeper into my story. This is my time. 
Okay, so basically what Janae said, I had a really bad back injury in high school, and basically that took me out of the sport for a full entire year. So my spine was slipping, short story, because we're going to talk about injuries later in this season or in this season somewhere. (laughs) But I had a back injury. Um, They told me that basically I would never come back and do gymnastics again. And so actually... Two of my teammates have gone to UCLA. So Miss Val, the head coach, had come to my gym to recruit before. So I was like 10 years old when the first time I met her. Have you ever heard her tell this story? Um, no. (laughs) (laughs) I'm new. (laughs) Do tell. Uh, She loves to tell this story because I always tell her, oh yeah, I met Miss Val for the first time when I was 14 or 15. I don't remember when I had my back injury, to be honest. It was kind of all a blur. That's kind of go figure for you. You don't remember a lot I sh- of things. I know. I should like. I should look it up. It's <laughs> funny when people come to me. Oh my gosh, she had this back injury when she was fifteen, and then she did this and this. And I was like, Oh my gosh, she's like, You are like my stats you know person. More you know more than, than, than I do. do. <laughs> um, but Miss Val <clears throat> came to our gym when I was ten, and because they're not allowed to talk to you, right? Oh yeah. So uh, she was only allowed to they really can say only hi. Look at you. Yeah, and yeah, and so I didn't know who she was. No, I didn't even know what UCLA was, to be honest, because I'm from Toronto, Canada. So I had only heard of like, and also I'm, I was 10 years old. I wasn't even thinking about college. I was probably thinking about my next lunch <laughs> or snack. Food. Food, Food yeah. basically. Most important. <laughs> but, um, and so anyway, she came to our gym and she was like, oh my gosh, it's pink. And I, I mean... I didn't really think I was a big deal back then, but I guess I was an aspiring She was athlete. a very big deal. Yeah, but I was 10. You were a big deal at that age. I was just going through, like, you know, the motion. You know what I mean? You just, like... You going through the motion is a big deal. Thanks. Oh, thanks, Nate. <laughs> Anyways, um, and then... Hold on, I blanked for a second. <laughs> you met Miss Val? Oh, were... I, so I met Miss Val, and then she was like, oh, it's Peng Peng Lee. Like, let me go say hi, because, like, you know... Let it her, be like, known. Let I'm... it be known I'm from UCLA. <laughs> so she goes... Hi, Peng. And I was like, hi. And then just left. <laughs> like, I just... I'd, I'm not surprised. I really didn't know who she was. And I... Maybe How dare I, you walk away from me? Basically, yeah. <laughs> so then, anyway, she likes to tell that story because she's like, I met Peng when she was 10 and she didn't care. And I was like, I don't know who you were. I was like, I literally don't remember that moment at all. <laughs> don't remember her coming in the gym. That's really funny. At all. I know I would. Like, oh my gosh, Miss Val came into my gym today. Yeah, but see, you grew up in California, so you knew exactly what UCLA was. That's true. You know what I mean? That's a good like, point. I only knew what Harvard was because it was in the movies. Probably <laughs> Legally Blonde. <laughs> Legally Blonde. I love that movie. Yeah, me it's too. That's on Netflix also now. At UCLA. I know it was filmed at UCLA. Fun fact. Guys. I like to watch it and see which places I know. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, so when I was fifteen, I didn't even want to go to college gymnastics. Like. I had not considered it because I thought it was just like elite gymnastics. Mm. And I was already like, you know, you trained 25 hours since you were 10. And I was like, and you know me too. I'm kind of like, okay, you know, let's do this for a little bit and then move on to something else. (laughs) So I was thinking. You're like a one and done kind of person. Basically. Very, 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 I wish I was like that. Yeah, I move on pretty quick. Um, (laughs) So slow. (laughs) (laughs) This is why we're perfect for this podcast. (laughs) You're going to get two perspectives, <laughs> the hare and the tortoise. <laughs> what? Do you, know? <laughs> do you get it? Um. So anyway, so I didn't want to do college gymnastics because that's what I thought it was. I thought we were going to have to train 25 plus hours a week. False. It was going to be super intense. False. I, uh, I mean, mm, 
<laughs> it's intense in a different way. It's intense in an, in an emotional way. There you I go. Think. Yes. Love yeah. Growth. But so, anyways, so I I didn't really know much, but my teammate Elise Hoffner Hibbs went to UCLA, and so um, she was telling me, and she called me because you know coaches back then, I think still now you they can't talk to you directly. Mm-hmm. So you know, but they they um they want you. They're gonna get you somehow. Mm-hmm. So. Um, mind you, I had a back injury. I went to the doctor. The doctor told me I might not be ever able to do gymnastics again. Okay. Who else has heard that? Yeah, who else has heard that? Yeah, you might not be able to do gymnastics again because your injury is so bad. So this is the time, I think I was six months into stopping gymnastics, and my teammate Elise Hoffner-Hibbs called me, and she goes, Peng, like, how are you doing? Blah, blah, blah. Like, So she's four years older than me, but we trained together in the same group. And she was like, Pang, like, you have to come to UCLA. Like, I'm having so much fun. And I'm like, wait a second. This is the same girl that cried every single day. (laughs) (laughs) And she's having fun. And she's having fun. I'm like, okay, I got to go check it out (laughs) at least. So then I went over, flew over to UCLA. My whole fam went. And I thought I met Ms. Val for the first time. And also false. Also false. <laughs> but, anyway, but I met her for the first time and I went to the campus and it was so beautiful. Like I couldn't have dreamt of a better school because mm. in Canada, it's so different. The schools aren't that big. Um, there was so much school spirit. I got to watch my first college meet for the first time. And it was right yeah. at, at 15. Oh, yeah. Shocking. <laughs> but it was so cool to me because everyone was wearing Bruin colors. I loved the light blue and baby or the. Wait, <laughs> the light blue and baby yellow, like their colors. Oh, the like actual the blue and... school, co- school colors. Oh, not yeah, the school... the... Honestly, I think. Not the Leos. <laughs> you know, when you're younger, like the school colors kind of get you. That's true. Like I was yeah. like, whoa, I love blue. <laughs> and it's light blue. So I was really happy. And then so Miss Val was telling me all about campus. She was like, we basically train like, it's like organized chaos. That's a, those exact words she and chose. was the exact same thing. It's the exact same on. thing when we went to college. She was not lying. No, when she, she was. says that. <laughs> and so, because to me, when I was with Elise, she was in elite training, and it's really hard being an elite athlete too. And she was, um, she went to the Olympics that year in two thousand eight, or two, yeah, two thousand eight. So she was an Olympic athlete, and she was kind of my. Uh, I looked up to her a lot, but you could tell that she was kind of struggling with just enjoying the sport. And so when I saw her, like, laughing, she was having fun, she was dancing, I was like, who is this person? I was like, (laughs) it was so weird to me. And um, so then they were just telling me how much fun they were having. And honestly, then I talked to Miss Val and I said, isn't it like elite training? Like, there's, you know, it's too much for me. And she was just saying, no, like, college is so different. It's just out of a perfect 10. And I'm like, oh, Wait a second. That's what so, clicked. <laughs> literally, my, so my beam routine had like 20 skills in it. And she was like, Peng, you could only do five skills if you wanted to because you'd have enough credits to get a perfect 10. I'm like, oh. I was like, I think I can do it again. And then, but when she asked me, she was like, do you even want to come back and do gymnastics? I was like, honestly, I don't even know if I can because I was told I can't. So I thought like, I'm going to do tennis and golf. Like I have, have actually told Ms. Val, I was like, so I'm going to be a tennis player or a golfer and I'll come to UCLA and do that. <laughs> You would fit right in. And she was like, okay. <laughs> um, well, I'm trying to recruit you as a gymnast. So, um, But then she basically had said, Pang, like, if you do come back and do gymnastics, like, we would love to offer you a full scholarship. <laughs> and I remember being like, what? Like, this is so crazy to me because I'm injured. The other coaches, I think, were kind of like, Miss Val, you're, you're crazy. Like, you are absolutely nuts for recruiting an injured athlete. Like, 
She's not even an athlete right now. She hasn't ran or jumped in six months. And look at the journey she took. Look at the journey. Guys, I made it. <laughs> that is why she recruited Peng. Thank you. Thanks, Nene. <laughs> but then uh, Miss Val told me, uh, she said, if you do come back and do gymnastics, we would love to have you. And so... I got a whole night to sleep on it because I was like, do I really want to come all the way out to California? It's really far from home. I was from Toronto, Canada. Actually, I am from, I'm from, I'm not American yet, no. Um, I am from Toronto, Canada. So then it's like a five and a half hour flight. But then it also sounded nice to be a five and a half hour flight away from home. <laughs> you know, just sometimes you just, got, you just got to adventure out sometimes and just like leave home so and California was super nice I kind of wanted to I wanted to go into acting still even when I was younger so it was like the dream school that had everything and my mom we slept on it and my mom goes you know what she calls me Christine by the way she goes Christine you know what I think you should take it because I don't think you're gonna get another offer <laughs> that's literally what she told me and so um the next day we went to miss val and we we're like okay we would love to accept your to verbally commit mm -hmm. to your offer and that's how i got recruited and i verbally committed to ucla when i was in grade 10 and it was all a leap of faith on both sides because i hadn't even done gymnastics in six months and i had six months more to go and miss val recruited an injured athlete oh yeah and then you recovered, and then you went to, you did all your stuff at the yeah, trials. Yeah, then, then I recovered, and I, I mean, it was a slow progress. She recovered well. We can talk about that in another podcast, too, about how to bounce back. From injuries. From injuries, yeah. But, um. Snap back game strong. Snap back game strong. <laughs> all right, Nay. Uh, I'm trying to think how you got recruited. I feel like you were always around UCLA. Not always, but Not yes. always? What age did I'll go? I'll start with that. What, what age? age? Oh my god, she's oh. testing our friendship, guys. <laughs> <laughs> she's hello testing our friendship. Yeah, because when you say always, because there are girls that come to these meets uh, since they were five. I definitely did not. I feel like you came later because you started gymnastics later. I feel like you came at like ten. I started gym when I was five. And ten then, is close. Like eight, nine, eleven. 12 yeah <gasps> 12 oh that is later oh wow so so you can the first time you went to ucla gymnastics meet was when you were 12 um not even a me that was camp so it was my first oh, gymnast UCLA okay gymnastics you know what camp. i don't know if i've actually heard your story i thought you, well i thought she did <laughs> no i think you told me but i it hasn't ingrained in me because i always just knew you for your so from she California. wasn't attentive to okay. my story wonderful how this works interesting <laughs> Um, Janae's gonna test so, me from now on. Basically, well, fun fact: I started watching. I, obviously, everybody watches the Olympics or gymnastics in the Olympics, um, but so, but that's a fun time for gymnasts when you're actually in the sport. Um, and then when I was around 11, 12, that's when it kind of began to. When I started beginning to think, oh, okay, I could take this to. I could go to college with this because I'm progressing well. Right. You know, I'm about to be level 10. Cool. I'm 12, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, and so I started watching the meets on TV and I really, and this is when I love, and I still love Courtney Coupets to this day. She's actually Georgia's head coach now, but she went to Georgia. So I loved watching Georgia and I loved watching UCLA. And this is when Georgia mm -hmm. was 
top notch. Like they were. At, oh yeah, they, they were, were. They were winning championships back to back to back. So, yeah. um, and my dad was talking about, oh, I'm gonna buy a house in Georgia, and I was like, this is perfect. I want to go to Georgia. <laughs> this is perfect, Dad. Do it. <laughs> you know, he never did. I was really sad. Um, well, I'm not because you're here. <laughs> And we would have never met. I know. Maybe like at nationals, that's about it. <laughs> no, we were no talk though. Oh, well, that's sad. You wouldn't have approached me. I probably wouldn't have approached you. You never know. But anyways, <laughs> I okay. feel like knowing us because we're just like eh, no. Yeah, definitely. I'm still like that. <laughs> People, oh my god, it's okay. Um, so basically. So this is what happened. It was me and a few other teammates. We planned to go to a summer camp at UCLA um, in 20, I don't even, 2012, maybe? Mm, and this is jogging our memory, huh? I know, yeah. I don't know exactly what year, but Wait, I was 2012? 12. <laughs> okay, 20, 2008. <laughs> I was like, 2008. I was like, dude, I just, just entered freshman yeah, year yeah. 2012. I was like, My you bad, must have been sorry. like 15. <laughs> I'm thinking I was 12, 2012. So it was probably, I think it was 2008. One of those years. And um, we were supposed to go as a group. And then my teammate my at, in, in the club at the time, she had broke her foot or her ankle or something. So then mm-hmm. I would have had to go by myself because the other one had fallen through. And I was like, oh, my gosh. now He's I dropping don't, like flies. I know. I was like, now I don't have friends. Like, do I want to <laughs> go to this camp anymore? Because <laughs> I was going to be fine. But then, you know, it's just it's more See, fun. you wouldn't you- have talked to me at nationals or anything because you were... <laughs> So I ended up going by myself. I was 12 and um, I had the best. I honestly had the best time. Like Pang said, the campus was beautiful. The food was so good. UCLA has the best food in the nation. Yeah, they feed you in the dining halls and stuff. Oh, the the dining halls, though. So good. So, so good. And that's when I first met Chris and... Randy and Miss Val, she don't she doesn't really do the camp, so I didn't get to see her then. But <laughs> <laughs> that's when I really first met Chris, and I think that's you know that was the start of our nice relationship between a coach and an athlete. Yeah. Um, and this is when he had torn his Achilles, and I swear he broke his whole leg because I swear his cast went all the way up to his hip, Ooh. but it's really only his his just like lower like to his calf down. But I promise you, in my mind, he had this cast on his whole leg um and he was just coaching sitting on a block <laughs> <laughs> like at the mirror on the floor just chilling that's so funny <laughs> um and so basically had the best time loved the school loved the girls got the best vibe from it and i was like okay this is the school i want to go to and i went oh, to cool. basically every camp summer camp up until um my junior year because then you know i was gonna come here anyway so and then i went to the high performance camp and then I um when I was um in the later half of high school I went to the high performance camps so then it was like oh I'm coming here you know I don't really need to go to the kitty camps you know I went to the the real deal camps um which are sorry for older girls but a little more intense and more you know you do debriefs and you don't do as many games but you do more team building exercises so um there's two different camps that they have so i started going to those after and i think they had just developed it then but um yeah i basically went to every camp except for the one nastia luca (laughs) Luca. it's early in the morning guys (laughs) um i went to every camp that every summer Besides the one Nastia Lukin came to, because it it felt it like filled up really quickly. Oh God! Okay. And I was like, it's fine, whatever. Yeah. Um. But yeah. It worked so out for the better. 
So basically, that was how I got the exposure from, or how I, you know, showed myself to the coaches because they saw me and I was coming every year and I was sending them videos every week and, you know, Chris knew about me and everything and I was just kind of very consistent. So basically, that's how I got recruited because... I came to all the camps. I right. was I was improving every year and I was actively, you know, engaging with them. Well, I mean, they couldn't at 12 and 13, they couldn't respond, but I would still send them videos, you know, weekly, monthly, whatever, just giving right. them updates of competitions and stuff. So and then um, I think it was my junior year. So grade is that grade ten? That is grade ten. You guys say no ten. junior. You guys say ten. Junior. Grade, so I don't that's know if I grade threw eleven. You off there. That's grade eleven. Wow, you're sounding like a Canadian. <laughs> <laughs> grade eleven. Grade so that's 11. when I verbally committed or committed to UCLA yeah. um, to come on as a walk on, and so it was basically from twelve up into. I, I'll say I was a junior. I was a junior in high school. Yeah. I never knew your story. What you might have t- no because you I know I remember. Everything that happens after you got recruited, like oh. nay, you're not gonna make it. Like, oh, oh, that's oh. what I remember because yeah. I don't remember the before that you've stage. been to camps every single year after you were like twelve. Twelve. Yeah. I okay. Didn't, I didn't that's know that. True. Okay. Thank you, nay. My bad. My bad. Because I was like, we've never. I don't remember ever talking to you about that. I've always that's only true. heard about the other stuff. The other, the stuff prior. Yeah. To. The stuff that was happening yeah, while tell, I was getting tell, recruited. Yeah, tell them about that because I think that's super interesting. Yeah, I don't think I touched on that in the, the first podcast either. No, I mean, cause so Jen, it, it's interesting because recruiting processes are so different for each person. And it's really hard when your um, coaches or support system is not 100% with you. And I, that's like the hardest thing to do because it's like you're trying to make a life time commitment and if your people aren't supportive then it's kind of like it's almost it's belittling it's like crushing oh i your felt dreams. so belittled and yeah, i was already sucks. and i was already small i was 12 so i'll fulfill Pang's request and tell this story um so basically after the first camp i went to i had made up in my mind okay this is the school i want to go to i want to come to ucla i was 12 it was my first camp and i loved it so i came back to my coaches and i said hey camp was really great i learned all these things and this is the school i want to go to i want to i want to go here and their response wasn't exactly what i was expecting because you know coaches and mentors are supposed to motivate you help you be like yes oh my gosh like you you know, we can work as hard as we can to get to that goal. That should be the mindset there. Yeah, exactly. Like, That's exactly at least what they should have said. Like, okay, we will help you reach this even goal. Even if they think it's not believable, who knows? You never know. Yeah, but you don't tell a you don't tell a twelve year old that. <laughs> so basically, what they said was, "Oh, you'll never be able to compete for UCLA." Um, they recruit Olympians. They recruit elites. Hashtag paying. Um, <laughs> And you'll just kind of be on the team. Like, do you want to be? Do you want to compete when you're in college? So, if you want to compete and you want to compete every weekend and consistently, you should look for another school to go to, not UCLA. And it's just, I basically heard that same that same message up until the moment that I graduated and left. Um, well, I, up until I had committed and still, you know, and even after I committed, they were still, you know, trying to push some other schools on me. But um, and it's look hard. where she is now, guys. She earned a scholarship in her last year. 
was a great moment. It was a great moment. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah, walk on. That's so, and she competed. You competed your freshman year, didn't you? Yeah, yeah I you competed compete every year. Every year consistently yeah the only meet yep. that i missed was nationals my freshman year that was the only meet i didn't compete but every i competed every no she meet, competed every single meet because she was so consistent and yeah. also you're um you can grow in college is you know we'll touch base on that but like you can get better in college it's not like yeah there's oh, not when they point. recruit you that's it yeah, <laughs> yeah that's like so i true. think even elite athletes like because elite athletes you come in and you're kind of messy sometimes because you're just trying to throw the biggest skills right and in college you really got to clean it up so it's it's like that so you're everyone's going to get better in college um you you're still growing there's never a time when you're not learning or you stop learning and you stop growing right I think I reached or I definitely reached my full potential in college because y'all I was horrible (laughs) in club I was just Oh my goodness. It makes me cringe watching my videos that I would send. <laughs> like, why would I send that to the coaches? I'm trying to go to UCLA and That's my so form funny. is awful. Oh my goodness. But okay, but- the best thing you can do though is like what Janae did literally go to the camps. Like, yeah. go to the school's go camps. Go to the camps, meet the coaches, and it's easy to find their emails and stuff and literally just send them updates every meet, every competition you go to if it's a great routine you know what I mean like right. keep them in the loop and keep them updated because then they will know oh she's serious she wants to come here let's consider yeah. her you know and, what I mean and you also never know because some teams are literally looking for specialists too yeah like when we were um, on the team like we were looking for vault and floor people because our vault lineup was kind of like mm-hmm. not yeah. doing so hot so there are so schools that don't yeah. always look for all around gymnasts and yeah. I, honestly I feel that that shouldn't be the case. They, I feel that schools shouldn't be looking for all around gymnasts because that's a really, that's those it's are big shoes role. to fill. Yeah, and college is different because you because you're competing every week. Oh, it's hard. I got and maybe recruited. multiple some like some gym some teams like we had two meets in a week. Sometimes oh, we compete yeah. Monday and then that Friday and then you know what I mean. It's like three meets and. Two weeks. It's really hard. And this so to is have, why I have arthritis in my knees. Same. We both <laughs> we were having this discussion about not even being thirty yet, and we have arthritis in our knees. I got a call from the doctor because I just got an updated <laughs> MRI and X-ray, and he goes, "Pang, it's not looking good." <laughs> I'm like, why would you tell me that? He goes, "You have arthritis in your knees." It's like sounded like I was dying. <laughs> Why do doctors got to lay it on like that? <laughs> hey, they got to keep it real with your health, man. I know, um, but it's just like... <laughs> <laughs> we'll look into some... Um, I'll, I'll give you some alfalfa pills. Those are really good for okay. arthritis. Oh, thanks, Nate. My uncle told me about them. Uncle Terry. <laughs> uncle Terry. <laughs> Shout out to you. Because <laughs> well, at least when Janae told me she had arthritis in her knee, too, it made me feel better. It's no, because not- my mom reminds me daily that <laughs> I have arthritis. arthritis. Okay, Nay, remember you have arthritis in your knees. Come on now. You can't be doing all that stuff. You got arthritis. (laughs) Mother, I know. My goodness. (laughs) So I was gonna I was gonna say something, but I forgot. It had to do with your Oh, so I was looking how to, you know, treat arthritis because I just wanted to learn more about it. And it's all these like elderly people being like, I'm out of pain now. And like I'm one of them. I'm telling you. I'm only 25. Man. I was thinking about that. You're 25, about to be 26. Don't remind me. Someone thought I was a fresh. I went to Target the other day to go buy something. And he goes, 
um, so are you, uh, how are your classes going? I'm like, oh, I graduated. And he's like, oh, my acting classes. <laughs> he's like, how old are you? If you don't mind me asking. And he's like a college student. Right? Yeah. It's like, how old are you? If you don't mind me asking. I was like, I'm 25. <laughs> he's like, oh my God, I thought you were a freshman. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Hey, you see look how young. there were no laughs there. Cause it was so shocking. <laughs> <laughs> you just look so youthful. That's all. It's probably this new haircut I got. <laughs> Janae's like I can't even tell (laughs) I couldn't her her hair is literally the same length (laughs) but anyways back to recruiting (laughs) um so those are our different stories um about recruiting yeah because a lot of people have questions on just how do I get in front of the coaches but like again what we said camps are the best way pick your top like five dream schools and narrow it down to maybe three I know there's a lot of schools, but narrow it down. They, I, I think most colleges have camps, and these are the best. This is where you can actually work with the coach because sometimes, like even at you UCLA, you can get the too, vibe of the school, the girls, yeah. and kind of their training techniques, aspects, and I think it's just a really good experience if you're trying to figure out where you want to go. Yeah, and then you can go as early as you, you know what I mean? Like you can go to camps well, when you're is, super young. This is the best way to talk to the coaches because on a daily basis you can't talk to the coaches. The coaches have to coach you. Yeah. So they're going to get to know you and you can talk to them at the camps. We're giving you but a any, loophole. We're giving you a loophole. <laughs> we're going to get we're going to This get is fired. the one that I use. <laughs> they're well, like, Pang, hey. you can't say that on your podcast. <laughs> no, I shouldn't say that. That's really <laughs> Cut that out, cut that out. <laughs> um, but no, it's true. And I think, and it's really, I think I, I loved going to the camps and everything. And I feel that they're super fun. They're in the summer and they just make it, you have so many activities. They feed you. You get to go away from home. And I feel, I know it's some like, girls like don't like to be away to be from home. But student. yeah, you really get to experience that. And I just feel that it's a really good, it's just a really great experience, honestly. Yeah, I've never been to the camps, but I've coached camps. And the kids who I've coached <laughs> look like they're having a ball. Oh, they are, they enjoyed the food as much as I did. And you get to work with some of the athletes. the desserts. Like, and you get to work with some of the athletes. Yeah. Like, um, Which is why I said you can get a good vibe of the girls, too. That's true, yeah. yeah. And even, like, coaching staff, too. But the, but also when Janae says, like, get, like, um, update the coaches, you can update the coaches there and actually talk to them. Because sometimes coaches aren't looking for the best athletes. They're looking for team players. Mm-hmm. Because it's really hard. If you're the best athlete and you're not a team player, do you know how hard it would be to wake up to you every single morning and have to coach you. Yeah, exactly. It's hard. So they look for not even just your skill level, but your mindset and your personality yeah. and how you would even fit into the team. You know what I mean? They're looking for people that... That are natural-born leaders, yeah, too. natural-born leaders that you can be connected and have just this... I'm doing... I'm lacing my she's, fingers together like She's, like, over on see. this side, like... Lacing. Yeah. <laughs> She's got her finger. Like, if you were to put your, what, how, do, how do you call this? <laughs> oh my gosh, it's fine. But basically, <laughs> no, we need to explain it. Cohesiveness. They're looking for go. cohesiveness, and that is what I'm doing with my hands right now. Like you guys can see, but you can't see. It, <laughs> <laughs> it made because sense our, in my mind. <laughs> because our freshman year, that was our motto. Or my freshman year, at least, was to interconnect your fingers. Basically, if you're just holding your hands together yeah. and it and then you make your fingers straight <laughs> but we called this the trampoline oh yeah remember this jay because if one fiber is out of place everything or the whole trampoline becomes weak 
And yeah, because you won't be able to bounce back up. <laughs> so these are the analogies we used at UCLA. <laughs> your, your, our team is like a trampoline. <laughs> if one of fiber is out of place and you, all of you guys are fibers, then the whole thing will not bounce up. All right, I think it's time to take a quick break because we've been talking. I think up it's a time storm. too. Yeah, if there was another person in this room, they'd be like, <laughs> <"Okay>, <laughs> "I'm kidding." <laughs> okay, we'll see you back in a few. All right, y'all, welcome back to Ambition on Fleek, where we talk about everything about our gymnastics experiences to help you stay motivated throughout your daily lives and to get to where you want to be. Now back to recruiting. So one thing I really do want to point out and touch on a little bit with you guys is basically, and with you too, because you know we're having a conversation. Oh, thanks, Jay. This you know, I'm, I'm still in the room too. Because <laughs> <laughs> she goes, it's my time to shine. Peng, where are you? <laughs> right. Because I feel that it um, there's just so much pressure on where are you going to school and you're so young and you don't really know what you're looking for, or what you want. At 13. Well, you know what you I mean? you got to figure out what you want to study, too. Yeah. It's not just about the gymnastics. So I wanted to just touch on, you know, make sure you go to the school that's right for you. Because I feel that, like, at nationals, you see the same schools mm-hmm. over and over. You know, the ones that are in the media and always on social media. And you say, okay, they're winning, so I want to go there. But, guys, you got to realize that you're not going to be doing gymnastics for your whole life. Yeah. And you're going to that college to study for your career of whatever you want to do. So research the school and look at the schools that are going to be the best fit for you for later in life for your career and not necessarily, you know what I mean? Because in right, the no, end, no, yeah. that's, where, that's the reason why you're going and you're going to compete, but you're looking at the gymnastics program, but also the, the school education. and where you would want to live for four years. Because shoot, y'all, I mean, love Oklahoma, but you would not catch me in Norman, I'm just saying. <laughs> Well, because that's the other thing. So when I chose UCLA, it had both really good athletics and academics. Mm -hmm. And coming from an Asian family, (laughs) um, academics was really important. So (laughs) also UCLA was majority Asian. So kind of kind of persuaded my parents a little bit. Oh, yeah, definitely. And so, because coming from Toronto, too, we're so diverse in Toronto. So my parents wanted to make sure that I was, you know, happy and very cultured still. And so when I went to UCLA, Miss Val really sold the Asian part of it. It was like, did you know UCLA stands for UC, lots of Asians, (laughs) or University of Caucasia, lost in Asia? (laughs) (laughs) No, University of Caucasians, lost in Asia. And my dad dad and I were walking around campus, and we literally saw this girl with sunglasses who looked exactly like like me like she was walking by my dad was like my dad and I go did you see that (laughs) that looked like me I was like that looked like you I'm telling you because guys I feel that I think the UCLA population I think it's 40% is Asian it's a lot of Asians but anyway so but my um that was kind of one of the reasons also why I chose UCLA because it was super cultured and diverse Mm -hmm. because for me coming being an Asian Canadian um, it was just important for me to, you know, still feel comfortable. Yeah. And so the other thing was because I knew the academics was really good, too. Right. And so, again, like what Janae said, life after college is real. <laughs> like, it's not <laughs> like, oh, gymnastics is everything. I understand gymnastics can be everything at the time. Yeah. But when you are going to school, you are there to be a student athlete. Yeah. Like, 
and that dynamic changes. You have to learn that dynamic very quickly because oh, yeah. you're always a student athlete, you know. But when you go to college, you're really a student athlete because the academics and athletics are intertwined. And together. guys, if you if you fail a class, you could be ineligible to compete if you're failing classes. Exactly. So, so that's why it's so important to. Yeah, no, because I, I like my dream school when I was younger, if I were to go to college was Stanford. Yeah. And then I had to be realistic with myself. Can I can I even do school at Stanford? <laughs> um, but I think I would have been stressed out at Stanford. But yeah. also, I think, you know, when I went to the campus, it just the vibe wasn't for me. I didn't. I I've heard only, it was like a forest. I've only visited one campus and that was UCLA. But when we went to go travel, mm-hmm. um, I finally got to go to Stanford and see what it's like there. Yeah. And it just wasn't for me like it didn't have my en- the same energy as I thought it would or, yeah. you know, it just wasn't for me, but it, it could be for someone else. But I, that's why it's so important to like go to the school, visit it. Also see what kind of programs they have for schooling because you just don't never know what you want to do. But it's important to make sure that you know what you're getting into and not exactly. just because you see it on TV. Just make sure you don't commit blindly, yeah. I think. And I think that's important that you, you know, visit the school and, See, you know, get to know the girls, like meet the coaches in literally everything that Pang just said, because it's a four year commitment, literally. And, you know, there are transfers out here, but, you know. Yeah. OK, I have one quick thing to wrap yeah. it all off. I had a really good idea just now because the tea's getting to me. Um, <laughs> So I want to do rapid fire questions, but pretend you're a recruit and go through all the questions that you would ask. The coach. Because I know how hard it is. You know when everyone's like, ask as many questions as you can. Make sure to answer or ask as many questions as possible. And you're like, well, what questions do I ask? So I thought it'd be a good idea for us to ask questions like we were going to be recruited. Like I'm the recruit? Yeah. Like we're both the recruit. So I'm going to say a question, you say a question. I'm going to say a question, you say a question. Okay. So it's just like more like rapid fire. Okay. So a question I would say is... um, I would say, do gymnasts room with other gymnasts? Oh, that's true. It's a solid question. (laughs) That is a solid question. Another question I would ask is, um, what's practice like? Or how many hours do we practice? Or what? when do you practice? Morning, night? Because, you know, I feel that most gymnasts practice at night. Yeah, that's true. And we practiced in the morning. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Um, Sorry, go ahead. No, no. Oh, (laughs) what programs do you have to offer? And what networks do you have? Networks as in, like, do you guys have a lot of connections with donors? And like, do you tell me stories about who has gotten their dream job out of this university on mm-hmm. the team? How many dining halls do you have here? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, that's a valid question. What is your snack program like? Yeah, yeah. Your fueling program. Your fueling. There we go. Not snack because that makes you sound like you're just hungry all the time. Right, right. Your fueling program. And then I would oh. say, where do students go when you get sick? Like, where is it on campus? You go to a hospital? Like, how does that work? How does the health thing work? What are the holiday trainings like? Because would I, if coming being <laughs> being an international student, am I able to go home? My contacts are drying to my eyeballs right now. <laughs> <laughs> like, my contacts haven't waken up with me. Woken trying up. to think what else I was curious about. Oh, how many can- classes do you have to take? Or what, how many units, because the quarters, because UCLA is on a quarter system instead of semester. So how different is the quarter system from the semester? That would be a question I would ask. Ask the girls this, because sometimes I feel like coaches will say, yeah, 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 you know, to everything. Mm-hmm. Um, will I be able to do the major that I can do? Mm-hmm. Because I know some schools, I don't know, 
which ones exactly, but I've just heard rumors that there are some schools that um, don't allow you to do certain majors because it cuts time within practice. But even um, the architecture major at UCLA cuts into our practice every single day. Yeah. So, you know, we weren't able to do the architecture because I think one of our teammates wanted to do it. Right. But, like, it was impossible because literally all the classes for some reason were like three and a half hours long during practice. Right. And some, a lot of schools are really good with that and working with you on getting the classes that you need to pursue the major you need. So just um, make sure that make they're willing, sure to, that work they're willing to work with you on that because, you know, it's your schooling. It's your school. It's your education. It's your life. <laughs> um, you have any other questions you think? I don't. <laughs> You'd be that recruit that's like, I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Same. Yeah. Um, so make sure if you and if you guys have any questions for us, make sure you tweet us, send us an Instagram DM at Peng Peng Lee at Janae Honest. Well, we have really simple Instagram names. Yeah, I wasn't trying to make it complicated, honestly, and I felt like nobody else would have my name. Can so. you believe there's another Peng Peng Lee? I cannot. That's interesting. I didn't even know about that. Yeah, I was gonna ask her to like you know. Take her name. Step aside. <laughs> Step aside. But yeah, I didn't do that. Oh my goodness. But yeah, so we, because we want to start doing more of these rapid fire questions. So if you guys, you guys, because uh, we asked you guys the other day and you guys came up with some really good topics and really good yeah. things to talk about. So we're going to do more of that. And yeah, so we're going to just put that out here on this podcast and tweet us questions. And we're here to help you too. We want to help you like at ambition on, not at, hashtag ambition on fleek. Tweet us. With that hashtag, then yes. we'll know what to look for. Yes. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening to another podcast of Nene and Ping With Peng. more structure. With more structure. We <laughs> kept our notes down to a page and not like we literally had like four pages or three pages last time. We did, yeah. But we're in a more natural now. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you guys so much for listening. Don't forget to rate our podcast, subscribe, and write a nice review. Yes. Thanks, Nay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, See guys. See you guys next time. We need like a... On Ambition, ambition on, on Fleek. fleek. <laughs> <laughs>